Desperate times call for desperate measures. Normally, 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 on Monday, we would be doing Rick's reading list at 535. However, because Pirates will be coming on the air with Josh Roundtree starting the pregame festivities at 4 o'clock, we will not be doing Rick's leading reading list at 535 because the Pirates will be in the process of uh, playing the Giants right then. So we're going to do it now. We're going to knock it out in the last half hour of our program together. And the book that I were going to detail that I uh, just finished up uh, over the weekend is William Penn, Liberty and Justice for All, written by Jeff and Janet Benj. And I promise I'm going to get off this Benj bender. But I, I've read probably a dozen or so of their books here this year as part of their Heroes of History. And I guess that for me, that, that what I have found is, yeah, it's kind of a formula-type writing that they do. Their books are 15, 16 chapters, 17 chapters that take you from the beginning of someone's life and takes you basically from a biography standpoint, chronologically through what they've done, what they're all about, he points, highlights, lowlights, family life, what they did, etc. So to start with William Penn, you know, the reason that I wanted to do this, obviously, is because the founder of Pennsylvania, right? Pennsylvania, Penn's uh, Woods, Penn's Woods is the, the basis for that. The name that is ultimately the state that we call home, the Commonwealth where we reside. Well, the thing that I did not realize the thing that I did not truly understand, despite the fact that I like to think of myself as knowing history, is how little time William Penn actually spent in his colony. And that's one of the things that I learned from reading the, the book by Jeff and Janet Bench, is that so much of what he did kept him in England. And so much of what he did and left behind was because of the fact that he was so forward-thinking. And the things that he put together in terms of rules that would rule in his colony ended up in the Declaration of Independence and ultimately in our Constitution. The way that he laid things out in terms of saying this is the way that it is going to be because his Quaker faith and his Quaker background said to him that the most important thing that you must be governed by is your conscience. Your conscience. The things that struck me in, in reading about William Penn in Liberty and Justice for All are really three or fourfold. Number one, how hard life was when William Penn was alive. 1644 is when he was born. 1718 is when he died. William Penn, if I remember correctly, buried seven children. Seven of his own children he buried. And a wife. William Penn had some children that lived just a few days. Another he buried at the age of 19. 
the difference in terms of how hard life was in the 17th and then 18th century compared to now cannot be underestimated or overstated. See, William Penn was born into tremendous, tremendous favor in the British courts because his father was a naval hero. His father was a war hero. His father basically was an admiral in the British Navy, which was the most powerful fighting force the world had known. And all William had to do was basically stay loyal to the throne, to do what his father asked of him, to go to Oxford, to Cambridge, to get a degree, and then everything would have fallen into his lap. But you know what? He couldn't do that. Nope, he was expelled from the university. Basically, he lost his inheritance because he would not say the things that his father and the crown wanted him to say. Ultimately, death threats, trials, tribulations, times in prison, so much time in prison. Is that what you think of as the founder of Pennsylvania? Why was he in prison? He was in prison because he kept standing up to England and to the king and to the crown. And he kept saying that his faith, his religion did not allow him to go along with that. That his push for religious tolerance was so completely foreign to the rulers of that time that he said in a world where freedoms were literally subjected to the king saying, this is the way that it's going to be, and he said, no, it's not. The Quaker reformer William Penn secured what was the largest land grant in America because of favor from the crown, because of who his father was. And then once in the new world, he started to put in place those things that were based on the foundations of liberty, of justice, of fairness. And that even means that when he came here, even though it was given to him by the king, he bought the land from the Native Americans who lived here because he said that's the only way that it's fair. It's not fair that the king just gives it to me. He bought it with his own money because that was the fair thing. They put fair trade standards in place with the Native Americans. They had tolerance for other religions. They signed peace treaties with those Indians that they were going to work together, that they were going to trade together, that they were going to live peacefully side by side, which was not what was happening in New York, was not what was happening in New England, was not what's happening in Virginia. And yet that's what William Penn did. And ultimately, the framers of our Constitution looked at what he did and said those notions of liberty, of justice, of fairness, of religious tolerance, those things are so important. 
and needed to be there that in 1787 when the Continental Congress was putting it together, in 1776 when the Declaration of Independence was being signed, those things that William Penn brought with him from his life experiences were a part of it. I think the longest time that he actually spent in Pennsylvania was 22 months before he went back to England and fought and fought and fought for more religious freedoms and tolerance and ended up going back to fight for Pennsylvania and ultimately got put in prison again. But he stood up for those things. And the reason that William Penn is remembered so much is because he stood for those things when nobody else would. William Penn is the book the subtitle, Liberty and Justice for All by Jeff and Janet Benj. This week's selection on Rick's Reading List here on KDKA.